0: Welcome to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. We are back again. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time it is that you are consuming this podcast and however you are consuming it, whether it be via Spotify, via iTunes, via Google Play, I thank you. Everyone, 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 please follow me on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. On today's show, we are going to talk about the food that we eat. You are what you eat. We've, we've heard that since we were children, but let's really talk about it. This is a topic that I've wanted to touch on for quite a while, just because I don't think a lot of people understand or take seriously the effects that food has on their bodies. I think most people just really think about the, the outward aspect. Most people understand that you know a bad diet could lead to a, a bad physique, a big stomach. Um, You know, big flabby arms, your face getting bigger, your clothes not fitting right. Everybody understands that. But I don't think a lot of people really think about how it makes you feel on the inside, how your diet can affect your energy levels, how your diet can affect your mental capacity, how what you eat affects affects your drive, affects your ability to focus. Um, Let's sit back and think how many times have we, you know, went out to lunch and had something we probably shouldn't have had or or had a big meal. And then we sit down and you want to do what, right? You want to go to sleep. You're tired. You can barely keep your eyes open. You can't concentrate. Well, that's, that's all based around your diet. Due to the unfortunate passing of Nipsey Hussle, a lot of people have been talking about Dr. Sebi lately, the late, great Dr. Sebi. And one of his core principles was eating healthy. One of his core principles was was diet. Um, he lived by the the old, I should say, ancient African proverb, let food be thy medicine. Let your food heal you. Let, let that be the medicine that you use. So he was really big on a strict diet. And he was really big on what people eat. And one of the things that he warned people against black people specifically was that pork. I know a lot of our people don't want to hear that. And it wasn't because of religious reasons. It was because of the research that he did led Dr. Sabi to believe that one of the worst products you could consume is pork. Now, today, uh, we know that the dangers of eating pork, if the dangers of you contracting deadly diseases increases almost three to five times. If you consume too much pork. like this is scientific. This isn't anything I'm making up. This isn't blackity black talk. This is just real. And look, I'm not, I'm not a Muslim. I'm I'm, I'm Baptist. I eat pork from time to time. Um, Due to my research, I've slowed down a lot, but just, just listen to this eating pork products that are look, loaded with artery-clogging cholesterol and saturated fat increases your chances of developing deadly diseases, such as heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, osteoporosis, Alzheimer's, asthma, and for men, impotence. All of those conditions are increased almost three to five times fold if you consume too much pork. Uh, when I began my path um, of, of knowledge, one of the f- first books I actually stumbled across and read was actually Eat to Live by Elijah Muhammad. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Elijah Muhammad wrote a book called Eat to Live. It's a dietary book. He wrote this book you know, back in the early 60s. And of course, Elijah Muhammad was a Muslim. So due to his religious constraints, he, he talked about he, he talked against eating pork, but he understood a lot of black people at that time weren't Muslim. A lot of black people at that time, even today, were were still Christians. So they ate pork. So he broke it down, not just on a religious perspective, but he also wrote in his book, Eat to Live, about the dangers of eating pork, saying that that pork carries diseases. A lot of people that eat too much pork, that's why they got hypertension and high blood pressure and high cholesterol. He said, leave that pork alone because it's killing you. So again, I just don't feel like a lot of people understand that what they're eating, how it affects them, not just their physical appearance, but inwardly. I'll tell you a story about myself. I've done various diets. Uh, I did a a juice, a juice cleanse for a week. I did nothing but juice and I was making it myself. Um, We have a juicer here. I was using celery, carrots, apples, and I think kale. Making it myself, putting it in the juicer, you know, putting it in mason jars. That was my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I did that for seven straight days. That really didn't do anything for me. Um, it made my, the first couple of days, my head hurt. The first two days. After I got by the, by the, by the third day, I was fine. I didn't, I didn't have a, a dizzy headache. I didn't feel lightheaded. I didn't feel queasy or anything. I did notice a difference in my energy level. I did notice that. I wasn't tired as around the same time I usually was. Like if I wanted to stay up later, I could. When it, when it came time for me to wake up in the morning, I didn't get that groggy. Oh, man, I got to get up oh, another 10, 15 minutes hit the snooze button. No, nah, when it came time to wake up in the morning, I was fine. Actually, I, I when I started doing that, I considered going to gym in the mornings before work because I, I noticed a spike in my energy. A big spike in my energy, but I only did that for seven days. I knew I couldn't keep that up. Be honest with you. I I read about it. I heard about it. I just did it to to do it. I I don't mind trying new things, especially when it comes to diet. One thing that I did do and I did for 90 days was vegan. I actually did a vegan diet for 90 days, 90 days straight. No meat, no dairy, no honey. It, It was a challenge. But I did it for 90 days. Uh, again, I noticed a big difference in my energy level. Um, I, I wasn't tired when I when I woke up in the morning, to to be honest with you. When I was vegan, I could operate off five and a half, six hours sleep and not be tired. Six, six, six hours was, was fine. I wasn't tired. I had plenty of energy. I felt good. It's It's something about when you're eating just uh, fruits and and vegetables. You you feel you really feel it. You feel the energy in your body. I had more energy for the gym. I had more energy to exercise. I, I was more focused. I could uh, dig into my reading better. And if, if I had heard celebrities such as Kevin Hart, rapper Two Chains, I think maybe Drake, uh Drake as well, talk about you know when they go on these big tours and when they have to go out and perform, the first thing they got to do is Switch up their diet. You know, they, they're they eating more avocados, a, a lot of junk food they cut out, strict diet, make sure they get the exercise in because they need it, because they need that high energy level, right? If, you know, sometimes these guys, they're out there working, performing at a high level, 12, 13, 16 hours a day. It's go, go, go all the time. They got to go, you know, they got to perform. They need their energy levels to be high. And one thing they focus on is, is their diet. So I had heard people talk about that before, but until I did it myself, I didn't really get it. I didn't really understand how full I was and how uncomfortable I would feel after eating like, you know, a hamburger or steak and cheese and fries. And I sit there and, you know, have to, you know, sip on a drink on the couch and have to digest. When I was vegan and I was eating, you know, fruits and vegetables and things of that nature, you know, I was staying away from, from all the bad stuff. I just felt so much better. I just felt so much different after I eat. I wouldn't feel hungry. I'd feel satisfied. I wouldn't feel stuffed. When I was vegan, I never felt full. I never felt stuffed. Now, let me clarify when I say full. I felt satisfied after I ate a meal. I didn't feel hungry, but I didn't sit around feeling like, oh man, I ate too much. Oh man, why'd I have that second helping? Ooh, I feel stuffed. Oh man, let me go sit on the couch. You know, let me, let me undo my top button. Let me, <laughs> let me lean back a little bit. Oh man, you know, let me go to the bathroom. I didn't feel that way. I felt fine. And, That's when it hit me. That's when I understood. That's when I I really understood the importance of how what you eat affects who you are. And it it just clicked in my head. Man, you are what you eat. I've heard that ever since I was a child. We've all heard that cliche. I I just never really put the two together because I've always ate poorly. (laughs) Let's keep it real. I've always ate junk. I've always ate eating fast food. Look, let me tell you something about me. I'm, I'm not a fitness guru guru. I'm not, you know, the organic, do-it-yourself, hipster type. I've always ate junk. I grew up with it in the house. We always had snacks. We've always had cookies and cakes and pies. Um, (laughs) We've, uh, you know, I've always been a fast food person. I've always ate stuff I probably wasn't supposed to be eating. And I didn't realize how it was affecting me. I didn't realize how it was slowing me down. I didn't realize how it was affecting my ability to be you know, to maximize my full potential just based on my diet until I change my diet up. And one of the things that in my research to becoming vegan, me and my lady, we sit down and, and we watch this documentary on Netflix called What's the Health? And they talked about all the stuff that goes in the processed food and how that affects the body. And how the different chemicals that they put in processed food to make it last longer, uh, to to, to stretch it out, the things that they're feeding the animals. You know, how, how they how they treat the cows, the chickens, the pigs, how they have these fish farms, all the things that they're doing to mass produce food on a level that they have to mass produce food to get it in the grocery stores in a country that has a population of the United States. It's not all natural. And the stuff that they're doing to the food, it's killing you. It's literally killing you. A lot of people don't think about that. And that that's why. Places like Whole Foods and these organic farmers markets, they're very popular, but they're also a whole lot more costly because supposedly, you know, they're not supposed to be. They're supposed to be all grass fed, no chemicals, no HMOs, no, you know, whatever insecticides that they in the vegetables with or in the vegetable uh, fruit fruits with, <laughs> and, you know, to make it grow bigger and faster. Supposedly, they're not doing that. This is supposed to be farm to table and you're going to pay a little bit more. But in the long run, it's, it's better for you. And, I, you know, I'm going to do another show in the near future about environmental racism. And I'm going to tie back into what I just said later. I'm still doing research for this for that broadcast. But this one is all about the food that we consume. So in watching this documentary, man, is first of all, it's not for the faint of heart. If you've never seen, seen it before, I'd recommend checking it out. It's not for the faint of heart. Um, it may make you a little queasy. It may look make you a little bit uneasy about some of the things that they do in the food industry, and it may turn you away from some of your favorite foods, but it's probably something everybody needs to sit down and watch to understand, and that's a big thing. I think it's just understanding. I feel like look, most people, they know that fruits and vegetables and lean meats, those things are good for you. That's what you should be eating. It's one thing to know it, and it's another thing to do it. A lot of us, we're just setting our ways. We like our snacks. We like our, you know, we like our Wendy's. We like our Five Guys. We like our local steak and cheese spot. You know, we, we, we love the French fries from from down the street. They they got the best French fries and, you know, the onion rings down here. Don't nobody do onion rings like them. And we just get hooked on the wrong things. I believe that we've conditioned ourselves mentally to associate foods that are killing us as good foods. We don't associate the the grilled vegetables, the, uh the fruit, the lean meat, the the salads. We don't associate that as good food. We don't associate that mentally as food that's that's helping us live better. That's helping us live longer. That's giving us more energy. That's giving us what we need. We we don't associate that with the stuff we should be eating. Let me talk to my black people for a second. Too many of us associate like asparagus, Brussels sprouts, uh fresh garden salads. Too many of us associate that with white people food. Let's just keep it real. <laughs> Too many of us associate that with, with stuff white folks eat and that's 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 a problem we we really need to address because what we associate as, as, as soul food, as, as, as black food, is down, you know, Negro food. This, this is what black people eat. What is it? It's the chitlins. It's the macaroni and cheese. It's the candied yams. It's the fried fish. It's the pork, the smothered pork chops. For, for, some of my, for some of my country folks, it's the neck bones. It's the pig feet. It's the ham hocks. Those are some of the worst foods you can eat. <laughs> OK, look, look this up. Black people, we number one in hypertension, diabetes, high blood pressure, all the horrible things in the earth that you get from eating terrible diets. We, we got it right. We all got them aunts and uncles that we love dearly, but they drastically overweight. And they in their mid-50s. Okay, some of them got knee problems. They got back problems. They on 12 different pills. And a lot of that stuff is because they done spent their whole lives with terrible diets. And that's something we got to snap out of. Look, folks, black people specifically, a lot of that stuff we associate as black food, as soul food, that stuff that was given to us while we were in heavy bondage and oppression. And it was the stuff that nobody else wanted to eat. That's how we got them chitlins and them pigs feet <laughs> and them neck bones and them ham hocks because nobody else wanted to eat that stuff. So, of course, we had to. our ancestors. We, they had to take what they had and season it up and make it into a, deli- a delicacy and make it into something great. They say, well, don't nobody want this, throw it out. We say, no, we're going to take this and make it fly. That was the mentality because that's what you have to do under a system of oppression. The system of oppression we are up under today is different than what they face. Right, I was still contested. We are up under a system of oppression, but it's different than what our ancestors faced. So we have to adjust accordingly, and we have to eat to live. I, I, still in the quote from the honorable Elijah Muhammad, we got to eat to live out here. Not only do we have to eat to live, I mean your your kids have to eat to live too. I, I understand you know, McDonald's, is, McDonald's and pizza is cool every once in a while, but hey, you know, kids, they need vegetables, they need fruit, they they need a balanced diet in, in, in order to grow, and here's one thing I learned while I was on my vegan diet, the, one of the biggest concerns I had, and one of the biggest things people were, were coming to me and talking to me about was, man, I like a protein, like, man, you know, how are you gonna, how are you gonna get your protein, and you know, how, how are you gonna build muscle, and You know, are you just going to weather away and die? I mean, (laughs) I mean, you're you're eating these strange things. I didn't understand that you can get protein. That's plant-based protein. You don't have to eat meat to get your protein. You don't have to eat meat every day. You really don't have to eat meat at all, period. I'm not going to be an extremist, but I would suggest everybody try to at least incorporate a few vegetarian or even vegan diets in in their meal at, at least maybe once a week you know try it, see how you like it you don't have to eat, eat meat every day start off small you don't have to go cold turkey like i did you know some some of y'all ain't, ain't crazy like me but um you know you can get you can get plant based protein um, there are bodybuilders and there's even a, a, a MMA fighter who who are vegan they don't eat meat at all and they got muscle and they lean and they cut and a lot of people, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that plant-based protein is a thing. You don't necessarily, you couldn't take supplements. You don't necessarily have to. You can get all the protein and the vitamins and the nutrients that you need on a vegan or vegetarian diet if you just do your research and eat the right stuff. And that's definitely something I didn't know. And another thing I never really thought about: some of the animals that we get our protein from. Cows, for instance, that we get our protein from, that we get our beef from. Cows sit around eat grass all day. Look how big! Look how big he get! Look! Look! Look at all that beef he produce. He don't eat meat. All he does is eat grass. (laughs) And look at all the steak and top sirloin and prime cuts he 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 produce. So you know you can get big and strong off a plant based diet. It's possible. I just want everybody to broaden your horizon. Like I said, I don't do this podcast to make people think how I think. I want you to make sure you're thinking. And one thing you need to think about is the food that you eat, those things that we are consuming. A lot of people, unfortunately, they hit a certain age and they get real sick. Um, It's it's happened to all of our family members and loved ones. You may be going through it right now. One thing you might want to look at is is, is your diet. Um, look, Look into herbal medicines. Look into all natural healings. Look into some of that stuff because, you know, my grandma used to sit around and tell me how, you know, we, we didn't have to go to the doctor and take all these pills or something was wrong with us. You know, we know what what herbs and what what roots and what what soups and what teas to drink and you know, we we'd be fine. We didn't have, you know, she was like, this thing is a money grab. You know, these pharmaceutical companies done took over and figure out how, you know, they can make billions and billions of dollars off selling these people all these pills and stuff to make them, quote unquote, feel better. When it may not even be necessary if you switched up your diet, you worked in some exercise, you took care of yourself and health is wealth in, in the long run. Steve Jobs made a lot of money, was real famous, but unfortunately, because of his health, he, he passed away. It doesn't matter what you do in this world. If you're unhealthy, you're not going to be able to enjoy it. And I want all you guys to be healthy out there. Now, I'm not saying you have to be an, an extremist. Me, myself, I'll tell a little success story. I've been on a low-carb diet. I've been on a keto diet since January 2nd. January 1st, I was 186 pounds. I just went to the doctor yesterday and got a physical. So my official weigh-in, ding, ding, my official weigh-in, 163 pounds. So in, what, four, around four months, you know, I, I dropped 23 pounds. I feel good. Um, I got more energy to to, to go to the gym. Um, I'm conscious about what I eat. You know, I haven't had, you know, onion rings and French fries. I haven't had bread. I haven't had pasta. I haven't had rice in months. Um, I'm not saying I'll never have that stuff again for the rest of my life. Like I said, I'm not an extremist. My plan is I'm down to 163 now. I like to get down to about 155. But my plan is um, I, I, I said once I've done it, uh, low carb, solid for six months, I might start doing a cheat day. So if I stick to that plan, that first week of June, I might start instituting a cheat day. I'm not going to go crazy, but I'm a human being, too. I'm, I'm human, too. You know, I, I live like two blocks away from a Cold Stone and a Ben & Jerry's. And, you know, every now and again, I, you know, I like to go get me an ice cream cone. You know, I, I, I like a Auntie Anne's pretzel. I, I I might like, a you know, a, a French fry with my meal. I, I might want an actual real sandwich instead of eating a lettuce wrap. <laughs> Every now and again Like I said I'm not gonna go crazy But um, I've enjoyed it Man This low carb diet Has is, is, is been good to me I'm still eating um, You know I can eat all the meat and cheese I want Pause <laughs> But you know I can still You know I can have my steak I can have my grilled chicken You know I can have my, my fish You know I put that with like A lean vegetable I said a lean vegetable A grilled vegetable Some cauliflower rice mm, Pardon me guys If I wanted to do rice But it's, it's something that's, that's really worked for me, something I feel like I'm going to continue doing. It's forcing me to eat more vegetables. It's forcing me to stay away from a lot of junk, and, and I'm fine by that. Um, one thing I, I didn't know when it comes to liquor, liquor, uh, beer, beer is full of carbs. But if you're a liquor drinker, liquor is actually straight liquor. It's actually low in carbs and low in sugar. I'm not talking about wine. Wine is full of sugar. So if you're a wine drinker, you got to be careful. You got to tamper yourself. But liquor, if you drink liquor straight in moderation, of course, you're fine. It's low in carbs, no sugar. You're fine. You sit there and drink liquor straight. You can drink your, your, you know, your, your bourbon, your cognac, your whiskey, your scotch, your vodka, whatever you're into. It's what you mix the liquor with. All right. That gives you that belly. Once you start mixing it with soda and juice and you start getting these fancy mixed drinks and the bitters and all this stuff, you know, your side cars and your old fashions. All right. That's when all the sugar and the carbs come in. That's what makes you fat. That's what you really got to be careful of. So, you know, I, you know, I still enjoy to get, get get my sip in but i got to be careful. I got Eli drank straight or I use a diet soda. All right. You could do that and be careful of the diet soda because, you know, that's got aspartame in it. And there's a lot of different conflicting information floating around about aspartame um, and the, whether that's good for you, whether that's, you know, killing you as well. But you, you could use a diet soda or you could use a club soda if you need something to mix with, if if you're not a straight drinker. But just be careful. One thing that a little, a little tip out there for, you know, I'm not a big, big vodka drinker. But one thing I would do and if I would have a little vodka, I actually just mix it with a little crystal light. You know, I'm a, I don't buy sodas. Um, I'm a crystal light drinker in my house. Um, I drink crystal light and water. And when when I'm in the mood for a drink, I have me a drink. But that's that's basically only, the only options uh, we, we really have here. And uh, almond milk for my shakes. But hey, guys, I want you guys to be healthy. Let food be thy medicine. Health is wealth. I got a book recommendation for you guys. Check out African Holistic Health by dr layla africa i think i said that right hold on let me double check myself guys hold on one second okay yeah i got that right african holistic health by dr layola oh my god i'm cutting this name up (laughs) By dr layola layola africa dr africa dr africa get that book get that book you can google that um good stuff man um different recipes different holistic remedies for the whatever else you it's a thick book you don't have to read it like a novel it's got an index in it um if you're having certain problems with like indigestion or with skincare or um your energy levels it just tells you what what plants to take what what natural herbs what holistic approaches you can take to remedy that situation yourself You can go down to your local grocery store Your local Whole Foods Get these things Follow the directions And be alright While I'm on it Before I go It just every, You know what Everybody check out um Eat to Live By Elijah Muhammad That's also a good book Now that's, that's a quick read You can probably read that book In under an hour Quick read While I'm on it Back in the 1960s Elijah Muhammad, he was talking about, you know, food and diet, and he gave a speech where he said he had a dream where God told him to tell his people not to eat the not to eat the soybean. Don't eat soy. Soy is bad for you. When he said this, a lot of people didn't know what he was talking about because you know soybean was, was something that was part of a well-balanced diet. Everybody was eating soybean at the time. It, it, you know, people, scientists were coming out saying Soybean is, is is a good thing. Soy is fine. You know, if in the last, I think, five or six years, the scientific, the medical community came out and said that too much soy is bad for you, and, you, you know, you really got to watch your, your soy levels. Hey, I just thought, I just remembered that. I just thought I'd bring that out there. The wisdom of Elijah Muhammad, once again. Look, you don't have to follow. Look, wisdom comes in many forms. You don't have to follow his religious perspective. I'm a big follower of his... Social political perspective And his dietary Discipline and his dietary Philosophy I would definitely Recommend that um, To to religion Each his own and I'm actually I don't want to let that out the bag But I'm I'm going to do a show, show talking about religion In the near future but hey this has been The Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast Everybody follow me on Instagram At unprocessed Underscore knowledge If you want to support the show you know hit the like give me a hit the heart button on instagram give me a repost drop a comment if you want to support even further my current work hypocrisy in america the Veil of white supremacy is available on amazon.com catch you next time guys thanks for tuning in